This is Small Town News. I'm Keith. I'm George. I'm Neil. And I'm Craig. And what we do each session is we read small town newspaper articles from small town newspapers somewhere in the United States. We are reading these articles for the first time. They are provided to us by the wonderfully talented but woefully underpaid Dr. Saxon. From those articles, we might take a character, a situation, maybe just a singular word, and we're going to improvise stories around it. We're just trying to make big stories out of small town news. Where are we today, Keith? We are in Bel Air, Maryland. Bel Air, Maryland. Nice. This is a story all about how Keith didn't know how to say the newspaper's name. <laughs> he tried an attempt and he really failed, and everybody laughed and it was business as usual. Yeah, but what is that newspaper name though? That's a nice rap. It is a name. It is. It is. It is a series of vowels. <laughs> Isn't it Aegis? It's A E G I S. I think Agus. Aegis or Agnes. Agnes. Aegis of God. Aegis. Aegis. It's probably uh, that would be Scottish or. Greek? Gaelic? A-E-G-I-S. The Agus of Bel Air, Maryland. It is of the air. Bel Air. That is that what bell means, is of? Yes, in Gaelic. Well, maybe Aegis means of the air. Aegis? What is, what is Aegis? What does Why it mean? is the A in there? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That makes me mad. Because it wanted to be first in the film. You're book. wasting time. Oh, first of all, anybody want to guess on what Aegis means? Uh, I think it has something to do with air, uh, like Bel Air. Rippling nipple. <laughs> a shield or breastplate emblematic of majesty that was associated with Zeus and Athena. Ooh. That's the name of the paper? Protection, controlling or conditioning under the Aegis of national security. So it looks like it's a, a protective device from tyranny. The Latin word, but the word ultimately derives from the Greek noun aegis, which means goat skin. Like a goat skin I'm shield. thinking the goat skin is why they called yep. the newspaper that, definitely. Yeah, not, <laughs> journalism doesn't protect people. Oh, from tyranny. Them. From goat tyranny. <laughs> right? It's the last voice against tyranny. It's the last goat skin So we're from the newspaper, weather. the goat skin of Bel Air, Maryland. That's what I'm going to call this newspaper for the rest of the episode, The Goat Skin. But why is the G in there? You're saying it weird. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, this shows us that we have no memory at all. Jess what? leads off Town Tidbit saying, getting a bit of deja vu, feeling like you've been here before? Well, you have. I sent you to this town back in February. It wound up being one of your lost episodes. I.e. not good enough to release. Yeah. But since February is basically... Or Neil screwed up the recording. We got a second try. Well, since February is basically a million years ago in our current pandemic reality, I don't feel bad sending you back. Who really remembers February at this point? Oh, my God. That was pre-pandemic. Uh, okay. Well, I remember nothing about Bel Air. Or Bel Air, located in northeastern Maryland, is home to 10,000 residents. It is in the seat of Hartford County. Given its proximity to the Chesapeake Bay, I'd bet it got its name of Good Air. From the Miesma Miesma theory? Miesma. Miesma? Miesma. Which sounds like of disease spread. Okay. (laughs) Miesma is noxious air located near water sources and was thought to carry illnesses, especially malaria, which means bad air. We're learning things. Mal air. When in doubt, just assume it means air. Because Bel Air. Malagis or Malagis would be bad goat skin. Bad goat, bad goat skin. <laughs> because Bel Air is near but not on waterways, its air was likely thought to be good and healthy. And the name might have been used to entice early settlers. Come on over. Our air is, it is good. It's <laughs> good air. 
good healthy air. Um, <laughs> or not. Maybe I'm just making all this up. Maybe I've got a secret podcast about tricking you four into believing a bunch of nonsense that I'm passing off as research. I do believe, Jess, that you're just trying to find what is the most difficult name for Keith to say? Ah, there it is. Goat skin. Yes. Bel Air was home to Dr. John Archer. Archer was the first person to earn a medical degree from an American university. Born in 1741 on the outskirts of Bel Air, Archer graduated from Princeton College in 1760. He then went to the College of Philadelphia, where he first studied theology before switching to medical studies. He graduated in 1768, receiving the first medical diploma issued on the American continent. Oh. Upon earning his degree, Archer did what all trained physicians do. He opened up a law practice. Brilliant. <laughs> along, <laughs> along with his son, he founded the medical... <clears throat> And chirurg, what the heck is that? Chirurgical, chirurgical, chirurgical? facility. What is that? Uh, is it a combination? I mean, he started with theology, so is it a combination of church and surgery? Hmm. Perhaps religious surgery. <laughs> chirurgical. Lay my hands on you. Yeah, that, I don't know if you're making a, a joke, word. but it made sense to me. <laughs> chirurgical facility of Maryland in 1799. He died in 1810, but not before documenting in that year a case of superfecundation more specifically called heteropaternal superfecundation. Superfecundation is the fertilization of two or more ova from the same cycle by sperm from separate acts of sexual intercourse. Ooh, what? Two papas with some twins. Uh, in cases of heteropaternal superfecundation... Even though the, the sound of it is something quite atrocious. The twins can have two separate biological fathers. He learned, he found out about that. It's like, I'm moving to law. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to law. So, so he did that in 1810. That's pretty impressive. It's a long time ago. So how do you know for sure back in the days when you can't really track such things? So well, twins came out and they looked different. So he said, you know what? You guys got different daddies. Time, so. yeah. Well, it's 1810. Yeah. Stop yes, right Greg. there. I'll no, no, no. Go yes, ahead. Greg. Go ahead, Craig. It's eighteen ten. <laughs> maybe the twins didn't look alike. Like maybe one was taller than different. the other, or maybe one had um, He's brown eyes and one had fear to tread. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are going to say. Because maybe the maybe. ramifications are typically uh, intercourse was probably not consensual in one of those cases. That that is exactly what I was suggesting. Yes. Do, you, do you remember being a kid in? I remember being a kid when I, when somebody told me twins, I always thought they would always be identical. I didn't know that you could have fraternal twins, certainly not like a boy and a girl. So were and, you one of those people that would have asked me if my sister and I were identical twins? I would have not believed you were twins because you clearly are not identical. So I would have said, how, they're just close in age. Do you know how many people have asked me even yeah, after that's weird. knowing that yeah, yeah. my twin is a girl if we were identical? Probably because most people don't have as clear of an understanding of the term as right. you do, obviously. Yeah, yeah so identical I, doesn't actually mean identical, perhaps. Well, I thought twins always had to be identical. So maybe back in 1810, that's what they thought. And so when twins came out separate, they're like, they must have had different daddies. <laughs> okay, so maybe. So maybe this is not the first documented case. Maybe there's just never been one. They just didn't realize at that time. That's where fraternal twins came about. Maybe more would have been documented if the doctors didn't freak out upon seeing that and become lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So are you saying I'm super fecundated? You might be. Back in 1810, that's what we would have right. thought. Yeah. <laughs> Today we know that's not true. That's a legal term. 
<laughs> I still need to know what this terrific word is. Bel Air was also the home of Edwin Thomas Booth. Ooh. Booth is considered by theater historians as the greatest American actor and the greatest Prince Hamlet of the 19th century. His achievements are often overshadowed by his relationship with his younger brother, actor John Wilkes Booth, uh. who assassinated President Abraham Lincoln. Spoilers. <laughs> While his little brother was unfortunately a murderous terrorist, the elder Booth was not only an accomplished actor, but an upstanding member of society. He also saved Lincoln's son, Robert, from being run over by a train. Robert Lincoln was waiting on a train platform to board a car in late 1864. There was a crush of people trying to board, and Lincoln was pushed up against the car. The train started the move, and Lincoln nearly fell between the platform and the moving train. But Booth, Elder Booth, grabbed him by the collar and pulled him to safety. Lincoln immediately recognized Booth, but Booth did not recognize it was President Lincoln's son, the son of the man his brother had murdered just months prior. Wow, how have uh, we not no, heard the no, story? No, no. Did they not have Secret Service back then? No, I, think I don't think so. Yeah, there's no way they would have let the brother of John Wilkes Booth near Lincoln's son on a train platform, right? How did that happen? He wasn't president. But yeah, anymore. but but you have to remember, yeah. he was an upstanding member of society. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they protect the family, though? Up not, until I death? Mean, not to every degree. No. Yeah. According to his weird, friends. That's a weird coincidence. They were still trying to figure out how to be the Secret Service, right? Maybe that's. Yeah. They were the obvious service. The guy was getting a hot dog, and he's like, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So we, we got a drill going through here today, guys. We've got Booth. And Lincoln. Everybody ready? <laughs> Round two. <laughs> We're going to get it right this time. Damn it! <laughs> According to his friends and family, knowing that he had saved Lincoln helped him cope with his brother's actions. The Booth family home is in, in Bel Air is now a mansion, a museum. I mean, it might be a mansion as well. <laughs> a really big museum with fancy beds. <laughs> The courtroom has a fountain dedicated to him, and there's a portrait of him hanging in the post office, as opposed to Booth, who was hanged near the post office. Uh, now, hold on. And so, Kennedy assassins. Was the executor. <laughs> Going it's back to assassins. We've all seen assassins. One of us has been in assassins. Isn't there a scene after Booth kills Lincoln that he's on the run with his brother? And No, that's not his brother. Uh, it was a co-conspirator. Okay. It was his uh, heteropaternal, super foundational sibling. <laughs> so they had different dads. Yes. <laughs> we, got a, record, by the way, we got a new band. is of or relating to surgery. Oh. Thanks, Jess. That was on purpose. That sounded like a uh, Bootsy Collins album. <laughs> that yes. <laughs> Where the ran a gaze of super foundation. <laughs> all right you ready for the first story of course sure goat shields up captain <laughs> hickory lodge found not guilty of liquor violations stemming from saint patrick's quote baby race close quote baby what baby race okay hickory lodge found not guilty of liquor violations stemming from saint patrick's baby race it's so rare that a headline gets better with each word. <laughs> <laughs> By David Anderson. The Hartford County Liquor Control Board found the liquor license holders for the lodge, restaurant, and bar in Hickory not guilty Wednesday of five violations stemming from a March 16th incident 
when a DJ offered free drinks as prizes in a baby race involving two children of patrons. Resident licensee Colin Snyder and managing member Brian Steele faced charges of providing free alcoholic beverages using the beverages as contest prizes, failing to cooperate with the representative of the Liquor Control Board, substantially altering a lic- the licensed premises, and failing to operate their establishment in a manner that does not disturb the peace, health, safety, and welfare of the community. So those are the charges, and none of them are illegal baby baby racing yeah that's what i'm wondering (laughs) that's okay we're getting there (laughs) the baby race is okay but not with alcohol so it was the second set of charges perhaps the closest they could come to a baby race violation which one the um uh failing to cooperate with a representative liquor control the next one Oh, substantially altering the licensed premises. Oh, next one. Um, uh, failing to operate their establishment in a manner that does not disturb the peace, health, safety, and welfare of the community. That one. Maybe. <laughs> the, the board voted three to zero. Uh, commissioners Frederick Merchant and James Welch were absent Wednesday in favor of finding the licensees not guilty of each charge following a show cause hearing. The hearing happened during a regular meeting of the liquor board, the first meeting in which Scott Baker participated as the LCB's new general manager. The board heard testimony from the lodge license holders, managers on duty at the time, and the DJ himself, Nick Nesbitt. <laughs> they were represented by Bel Air attorney Albert J.A. J. Young. <laughs> I think what this is is a crazy misunderstanding, Young said as he delivered his closing remarks. Inspector William Colburn IV visited the establishment the afternoon of March 16th for a, quote, business check, close quote. The Lodge was among many bars and restaurants in Harford County hosting events during the week leading up to St. Patrick's Day, and liquor inspectors had been checking in with the various establishments, <laughs> according to Colburn's report. As he met with managers Brian Gorosko and Scott Opdyke, Colburn spotted a tent erected on the restaurant's rear patio. The tent covered a bar, DJ table, stage, lighting, and propane-fueled heaters, according to his report. And a very which- small racing track. <laughs> In which the inspector stated that putting up the tent, quote, served to substantially modify the licensed premises. A woman holding a six-month-old child asked Garusco during the inspector's visit if she could bring her infant onto the patio, where Colburn stated there was, quote, loud music, alcohol consumption, and cigarette smoking. Garusco told the patron she could bring her child to the patio, but did not recommend doing so, according to the inspector's report. A second woman came out of the restaurant carrying a child in a handheld seat and headed into the tent around the same time. That brought the number of children in the tent to two. These people as, are so drunk. <laughs> as another adult was already in there with a small child, according to the report. The DJ then began calling for more adults with children younger than one year old and asked for four <laughs> Irish car bomb drinks to be brought to his table. Irish car bomb drinks. Wait, so the DJ. I'm so confused that it seems like there's an acceptable number of children. Like, nope, now we have too many. Now kids. we have two. And he started calling for more. No other parents responded. <laughs> Let's get some babies up in here. No other parents responded, and the DJ changed his order to two drinks as he began setting up the baby races with the mothers holding their children at one end of the tent. And their male partners on the other end. Are the inspectors there for all of this? That's what it sounds maybe, like, right? Maybe. They're this just standing the against the wall with their clipboards. <laughs> just like, let's see where this goes. See where this goes. All right. There's one baby. Check. Second baby. Check. <laughs> the, 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 the alcoholic drinks were placed in front of the men, and the babies were encouraged to crawl toward the men. 
according to the inspector's report. <laughs> Wait, so the drinks are on the floor? Are the babies crawling to the drinks? Yeah. To, their, to their male partners that yeah. have drinks on the floor. So the baby's got to make it to the drink, I guess, first. And then the baby's got to chug. So Colburn, <laughs> let's see. Colburn, once he saw the drinks placed on the floor, told Garusco that they could not be consumed. That's the concerning part. The drink's been on the floor, so now you can't drink it. Wait, uh, the baby can't drink it or the adult can't drink mm, it? Adults. You can't serve liquor to babies anyway. So. <laughs> uh, St. Patrick's Day. Where are the yeah. ages? I mean, this town doesn't have really clear laws. There, no. there, there's no law in the books against baby racing. Well, the manager then went to the DJ, spoke with him, and then went back to the inspector and said the DJ had offered to pay for the drinks. <laughs> Colburn reiterated that the drinks could not be consumed. Carrasco <laughs> went back to the DJ who ended the contest. The two men involved in the contest still picked up the drinks and consumed them, according to the inspector's report. Carrasco and Opdyke testified during Wednesday's hearing along with licensee Snyder and DJ Nesbitt. That's Nick Nesbitt. <laughs> so, they, so the baby race still isn't the problem. The I, children in the no, bar is not that the is issue. completely just wallpaper they're in the okay story. with baby races yeah, it's drinking drinks off the well, floor the fact that they showed up with them so say something i mean am i correct to think that, that that the race was the babies crawl to the drink on the ground i'm assuming once they reach the drink on the ground then the fathers need to bend over pick up the drink and whoever finishes the drink and then or bend over pick the up the baby the race so no no, no leave the bomb. baby on the floor it's fine <laughs> no <laughs> drinking irish car bombs which is what is that uh, other than offensive that is guinness and and um, Bailey's? It's uh, it's something yeah. that's going to curdle. Bailey's and Ugh. there's a Jameson whiskey. That's a car bomb. So you get a so shot. It's this the, guy. So Irish beer, Irish liqueur, and Irish yep. liquor. Yep. And you drop the shot into the beer. And it instantly starts, it starts to curdle, curdle. So you have to so drink it as quickly it. as possible. So that baby needs to curdle. Because it won't curdle once it gets to your stomach. That changes the process, <laughs> <right>? Science. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's all so that baby science. needs to crawl fast. Right. To keep the curdle down. Garesco recalled that he tried to discourage the one woman from bringing her infant into the patio where adult patrons were smoking. He stressed no smoking was allowed in the tent itself because of the propane heaters. <laughs> the manager confirmed he heard Nesbitt order the drinks while he was speaking with Colburn. He said Nesbitt offered to put the drinks on his tab, and he confirmed the DJ paid for them. Garesco said, in the initial confusion, the DJs and managers were able to secure one drink. But the second was consumed by the patron. I feel like everybody is misinterpreting what the offense is. You can't drink that. It's been on the ground. It's okay. The DJ paid for it. Yeah. You can't race babies. It's okay. The DJ paid for it. The DJ specifically, whatever the DJ says is okay. Look, this is Nick Nesbitt. He does this kind of thing all the time. This guy led the electric slide. I am, listen, I'm following him. Okay. We cut to wedding dance floor. Betty, I haven't seen you in like ten years. It's it's I know. awesome to it's, see. You. Um, yeah, you, well, you look, look great. You, you look know, really I was good. about to say the same thing about you. Yeah. Oh, it's, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so this DJ. Oh yeah, he's he's really he's good. But it's hot. What? I mean, it, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm a little nervous. I I don't do the electric slide. This, these situations always make me uncomfortable because. Everybody starts doing the same kind of dance, and everybody seems to be in on it. The DJ's leading everybody along, and I just find myself just trying to figure out how the moves go. And I'm just 
Uh, well, you just hop in there. You just go for it. Oh, God. Okay, everybody, let's uh, speed things up a little bit here. How about we do a little cha-cha slide, oh, huh? Oh, come does on. That sound like fun, Steve? Uh, do you want to hop out there with me? Uh, okay. Come on, don't be shy. All Everyone right. on the dance floor. Come on now. Right. I'm doing the you ready? cha-cha. Okay, no, three yeah. steps to the right. Oh, oh God. Okay. One, five two, steps three, to the left. Five. Now clap your hands. What? Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Slap the person to your left. Ow! Why? Hold on, hold on. This guy's not doing it right. He didn't slap the person to his left. Come on, y'all. It only works if everybody does. This guy's not doing it right. Steve. Calling me out. Benny, I told you this makes me nervous. No, I mean, it doesn't seem right to Hey, hey, everybody calm down. We're supposed to be here having a good time. That's why they call me DJ Good Time. Well, it's a good time if everybody knows what they're doing. This guy's ruining the dance. He's ruining the wedding. Man, uh, I don't. That's a little much. Not for me. I come to weddings for the dances. That's why I practice. Who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Who am who am I? Yeah. Tell him who I am, DJ. Everyone introduce yourself. Hi. I'm Betty. I'm Steve. I'm Mikey the dance man. <laughs> Mikey the he's at every wedding. He gets hired for weddings. I'm the I'm the oh. dance man. That's right. If you don't quite know what to do, everybody look to Mikey. Right. When everybody says, look at Mikey. Hi, 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 hi. When they say slap the man to your left, you gotta slap the man to your left, man. But only do it when the DJ says it. Right. Or the dance man. Oh. I don't know. I don't I think the DJ trumps the dance man. Oh, DJ Trump's the dance man. Well, it's like two sides of a coin, though, right? No, it's you really got, not. No, but you got to have the dance man to tell you what well, the dance, dance man is. Well, dance man is kind of useless without music, and the DJ makes the music. Hey, DJ, how about spin the next tune? Nobody listen to a Mikey when it comes to directions. Okay, y'all. Take it back now, y'all. Uh, That's right. Take a step back. Oh God, oh, uh, take another step back. You got this, Steve. Come uh, on. Uh, Don't mind the table. Uh, uh, ow, Just uh, keep stepping back. Oh, God. Uh, no matter what happens, wet. keep oh, God, stepping God, back. Oh, DJ, DJ, stop oh, this music again. I'm Look so at this guy. Look at this Steve. Okay, so okay. We clearly have an accident here. Somebody needs to get that table back up on it's, its legs. Spinach dip in my ear now. It is tasty spinach dip, too. I didn't have any yet. I was worried about the dance. This DJ's been telling us what to do. and He's really not the problem here. It's the dance man, right? It is the dance no, man. No, no one was going to say dance man. We're going to say Steve. Steve's the problem. No? No, you know, I thought that, but I'm pretty Everybody point at man. Mikey. Hey, hey, no, no, no. Good I'm feeling attacked. Feel, Mikey's feeling attacked now. Yeah. Get the rope now, y'all. Tie it in a knot. Hold on. Hold on. Hold it up menacingly. Mikey, no likey. <laughs> Let's. Why don't we try the... Uh, you are so bad at rhyming, Mikey. Well, I'm not really the... I'm not usually... I, I usually I usually speak with my motions, right? Well, with my, and you're supposed with my to be steps. following the lead of a good DJ. We have a good DJ. I think you're losing it, Mikey. Okay, folks. Let's cool it down now. Let, let's slow things down a little bit. Everybody okay. find a partner. I can do this. Betty, find a partner. Indeed. Will you yes, dance with me better? Absolutely. Okay. I can, I can Everybody find a third partner. Uh, I'll join you guys. Uh, fine. Just, we, but just because the DJ says. Now sway to the left. Sway to the right. Come on, Feel Steve. That, Betty? Come on, Steve. That's I not do, me. This is, Lower your hands now, y'all. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. 
My, 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 squeeze a little bit. Mikey, Mikey. Squeeze a bit more. Mikey. You have to do what the DJ says. Squeeze do, a bit more. No, I do not like Mikey. I don't. Why DJ, everybody give consent. No. No. Yes. Okay. 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 I right, Stop the, the music. Stop the, rule, the music. DJ? Stop the music. What's the rule when one person gives consent in a three-way dance-off? I don't understand. The rule is you got to follow the okay. DJ. Tell me the rule. You got to follow the DJ. Okay. Okay. Clearly, we got some novices to the cha-cha slide theorem. Okay. The rule is whatever the song says, you do it. Otherwise, we just have confusion on the dance floor. Okay. Well, do we have any other requests? I'd, I'd rather take requests from members of the wedding party, not our designated wedding, dance guy. Everybody from the wedding party left like an hour and a half ago. Okay. Okay. We can do the everybody left a half an hour ago dance. That okay, sounds okay. good. Okay. Lots all right. Still doing it in, in, in trios though, right? No. Stop. No, okay. I'm dancing with Steve. Look at your watch. Check the time. Gee, it's getting late. Take out your wallet. Get the cash. Put it on the DJ's table. What? Kiss the dance guy. No! No! no hey, hey, no, no. Take DJ, off your pants. Only the, Mikey, only the DJ gives out the instructions. Right, but I'm just jumping ahead. That's in the third verse. You are horrible. Well, I don't see enough money on the DJ desk before we get to the third verse. That's all I have. So I think we might have to repeat the second verse. Oh. So is that the one with the car keys? Well, <laughs> well we, we need to get out the fishbowl. <laughs> Put in your keys. DJ, yes. there's only three sets of keys in the fishbowl here. Well, I, okay, it's I Betty admit and it Mikey takes... Mikey and me, like, I'm a little worried here. Okay, first off, thank you for putting your car keys in. Not everybody does it, but... And I admit it takes out some of the mystery. So get out your blindfolds. Yes. Put them on. Put them on. I'm very uncomfortable with this. Put them on. Whose hand is in my pants? <laughs> Don't ask, ask questions. questions. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, Mikey, I know this first. Don't. Why are you leaving? Please, Please come, come back. back. I don't want it to end like this, <laughs> this again. <laughs> 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 I don't know why things got uncomfortable when I started singing for consent. Everybody give consent. <laughs> there's, a, there's only three of us left on the dance floor. <laughs> but that's something like, honestly, when I'm at receptions and I hear like the cha-cha slide and things like that, I'm just kind of like, it interests, it, it's so interesting to me what becomes popular like that. Like, because yeah. the cha-cha slide, you don't write that because that's like a song in your heart. Yeah, you write that because it's like I'm gonna write a dance song. I'm going to make money. Yeah. yeah, and short of like, I can't think of any song like you had the electric slide that came out. Was that the '80s or was it earlier oh, yeah. than that? Or the Macarena. The Macarena. Well, the Macarena was. I don't know. That that's kind of a weird anomaly. I I guess that was a dance song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. there's lyrics to that. My name is Navadema. I don't know the words, but it went like this. But there are no <laughs> lyrics to the Cha Cha Slide. Oh, right. It's just directions. It is, it is, it is yeah. instructions. Yeah. So somebody went out and said, you know what? We don't have enough reception dances. Yeah. I'm going to make right. one. But, you know. I mean, it's just a modern square dance, right? I mean, you're getting calls. But yeah, square yeah. dances are typically done to songs that have lyrics, you know, songs that have. No, no, no. They'll, they'll usually just be music and the caller is saying, do si do, yeah. grab your partner, promenade. But it's live. Yeah, but, but that's still an anomaly, something like the cha-cha slide. Yeah. They sat down and figured out, okay, 
Take it back now, y'all. Cha-cha real slow. All right, and they're right on. That's good. That's well, good Well, I have stuff. a question about the cha-cha slide. Is there, are there multiple versions of it? No, it's the one. Because it always seems different when I do it. Nope. It's like, oh, what? No, what? you're, what you're, just, that you're just don't remember you how do to do it. Oh, uh, yeah. I never do I mean, so, it's, I'm, I'm at a wedding. to be at the age now where I'm, I'm, I think I'm just, I'm at or over that line where I'm expected to participate in things like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's like, I'm pretty close. Like our kids, George, our kids are yeah. getting to the age where they're going to start getting right. married or at least are in college and their right. friends will start to get married. So now we're the old people who just get to stay at the table, except for like one slow dance. The first one like, where your child is. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So we, yeah. we had, we all, right. we all had to go do one slow dance. Then we went and sat down. Did y'all have line dances at your wedding? No. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. No. I got, um, this is going to sound weird because it is, I got partially stripped down by one of my crazy aunts in the middle of the song Brick House. Ah. It was really strange. It's on video too. <laughs> was 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 the DJ like telling her what to do? Oh, no. <laughs> no Take off his shirt nothing. now. Yeah. Remove his shirt. This is my- <laughs> Make all the immediate family uncomfortable. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so so to to absolve myself bless her soul she is now passed um yeah she really she literally was crazy she had some problems this was at your wedding oh yeah oh wow yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no it was at a bar mitzvah <laughs> i didn't know if it was like somebody else's wedding or it was literally oh, no, neil's wedding no this was at yeah. mine yeah <laughs> it, was, it was crazy <laughs> this was a christmas okay so she got like my tie my jacket and my cummerbund DJ's in charge, man. Very strange. There's a power to the microphone, right? Yes. There's a power to the microphone. Pedro, the miniature donkey, causes quite a commotion along street roadway by Erica Butler. Better with every word. (laughs) Apples. That's what it took to get Pedro the burro, or miniature donkey, to finally calm down and move away from the busy Federal Hill Road in street Monday afternoon. Well, they, so street they, is the name of a town, apparently. Oh, well, and the ending was already given away there in the right. first sentence. Yeah. Okay, we cut to a uh, Hollywood executive's office about, eh, let's say, 1998. M. Night Shyamalan is taking a meeting. <laughs> okay, so here's my idea for this movie. It's a, I'm calling it The Sixth Sense, okay? All right. All right, now, we open up. Yeah. Bruce Willis. Mm. He's a ghost. Okay. So he's with this kid and he's like a social worker. Okay. The kid is a social worker. Uh, No, no, no. Bruce Willis, Willis. who is a ghost. Okay. Is a social worker. Okay. But the kid doesn't know that. Okay. 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 So he's helping the kid, but the kid's really helping him because he's a ghost. Six cents. All right. So I. What's the turn? What? What? The turn? Yeah. What's What's the? Oh, we see the twist on the story is that he's a ghost, which we know. You mentioned that. Yeah. Yes. So I was thinking. So I was thinking. You know, the logo, the movie studio logo, and then maybe just and then and then you know you have the credits where it has the people's names and then you know you know uh, pictures presents an M Night Shyamalan film, Bruce Willis. But then before his name fades out is a ghost at the bottom. Okay. The sixth sense. All right. So he's a ghost through the whole thing. And then, yes. And then, so the kid, which is, is going to be really surprising. The kid is scared because he's got a ghost. So no, no, no. Wait, See, wait, the wait, kid wait, wait, doesn't know. Okay, okay. I've been sitting here listening. Yeah. Um, why is it surprising? 
Oh, it's surprising because normally you wouldn't spend this much time with a character and not realize they're a ghost. But we're going to know he's a ghost. But why, why are we focusing on this ghost? Hey, boss, why boss, are boss, we boss. following the ghost? Tagline, tagline. Yes. He sees dead people and it's Bruce Willis. Yes. Right? Yes. On the poster. Well, actually, in the script, if you turn to page uh, 62... Uh-huh. He has this line, I see dead people, comma, like you. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm really hoping we get Bruce Willis. It's going to be a little awkward if we don't. Is his name Bruce Willis in the movie? Oh, no, 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 no. He's got a character name, but I'm, I'm, I really hope we get Bruce Willis. I mean, if we don't, we don't. Either way, it's in the script. But I'm kind of worried, like, right at the top there, we're going to spoil the fact that bruce willis is bruce willis okay so what if we make bruce willis up to look like bruce dern wait yeah. so well so we we hire bruce dern we make him up to look like bruce willis oh, no, who no, is no, then no, made no, up no. to look like a ghost no, the other way around we hire yeah. bruce willis make him up to look like bruce dern oh oh, oh so tagline yeah. the poster and then he bruce sees dern. dead people and is bruce willis dressed as bruce dern I don't know if I'm willing to make that kind of an artistic compromise. I have a very specific vision. I'm in right, my well, Shyamalan. Right, what, look, M, M, do I call you M or Knight? Might. Knight. Might. So what are your other ideas? So okay, other okay. Ideas. So I got another idea. I call it The Village. Okay? You're going to love this. Right. This one gets really twisty. Okay, so picture in your minds, will you? Opening, establishing shot, helicopter shot. You can see the world. Skyscrapers, big industrial settings, huh? cars, all the stuff. We, we we pan over these big cities. We keep going. We keep going. Then you get to the woods. You keep going, keep going. Then you get to a little 19th century village. Clearly in the middle of industrialized, developed, modern world. Okay. We're down in the village. They're all... Old-timey 19th century people. And at the center of this village, at the center of this village, Bruce Dern as Bruce Willis, as a 19th century villager in the middle of industrialized modern-day America, can't leave the village. There's scary stuff outside. Boss, tagline for the poster. What? It's modern-day the whole time. It's modern the whole time. Everything beyond the woods. Comma, Bruce Dern. Comma, is not dead this time, but was in the sixth sense. When does Hans Gruber come in? Hans Gruber. You're going to love this. So Hans Gruber is not a ghost. What? Zombie. Because he fell from the building, right? Okay. I mean, then you lose the surprise, right? Well, no, 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 no. You know, surprises are only good if you're not unsettled by them. So I want to make sure people are introduced to the surprise so that when the surprise comes, it's not unsettling. So, so what if it's like Bruce Willis? Okay. Obviously, Bruce Dern. As Bruce as Willis. Bruce Willis as Al Pacino, who's then unmasked as Bruce Dern. Say hello to my ghostly friend. Yeah. Uh, hype man. Yeah. What's your first name? Hype. Mike? Mike? No, he's he's Mike. I'm Hype. Mike. Mike and Hype. Right. Hype uh, Shalomon. Okay. You look familiar to me. Uh, hold on. Spoiler alert. Bruce Willis the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> now take off your other mask. Yep. Or am I Bruce Dern? Oh, no. Oh, God. Best presentation ever. Yeah. Okay. I bet you didn't see that one coming. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, we could take one joke and stretch it out for way too long. It's we possible. Can. We, can. we can do it. We just got to try, guys. We just got to try. <laughs> Dr. Leonard Sachs talks to Hartford residents about how excessive social media, video games, can harm youths by David Anderson. Utes. Utes. What's a ute? Oh, utes. Dr. Leonard Sachs, a physician, psychologist, speaker, and author of four books on parenting and child development. Is he an attorney by chance? Um, when Ch- he gets tired of those things, he will then okay. switch to being an attorney. attorney. Yes. Look, the point is this guy, <laughs> pretty sure. impressive, pretty impressive, pointed out a number of issues he sees as causes for excessive use of electronic media, social media, video games, and the internet. By American youths, stop using it like that, during a recent presentation for Hartford County parents. Youth is plural just by itself when you say youth. Is it? Do you have to say youths? I don't know. Can't you just say the youth of America? Yeah, but that's, I think when you're talking about more than one child is youths. But it's groups of youths. But I've never heard youths of America. It's the same analogy of fish and fishes. Hmm. Fish is plural if it's all goldfish, but if you've got a goldfish and a swordfish, now you have fishes. I don't like this nice. rule. <laughs> Cut to <laughs> fishes. No. <laughs> Cut to the closing remarks just before the Q&A session uh, at the doctor's presentation. All right, so that's why I believe uh, electronic devices... Uh, and uh, and our children's reliance on social media is such a problem now. Are there any questions? Um, could somebody look up from their phone? Doc, 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 doc. Can I get a selfie? Can I get a selfie? Uh, can I get a selfie? You and me, just a selfie. I'm going to put it on a social media. This seems uh, this seems a little inappropriate, but um, I just want to get a selfie. My, my for my son. He's he's on he's watching this at home on oh, Facebook. Okay, yeah. all right. Get a selfie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. You're you're welcome. Any other questions? Uh, Do any of you even realize I've finished you with the phone? Do you have any questions? Well, you you said something about like phones are not not good and games. Yes, I said that people aren't engaged in what's going on anymore because they always have their face in a device. Okay. Do you know how to get to level 16 in Animal Crossing? Because I'm really stumped here. I do not. See, people, this is exactly what I was talking about. Is that we're completely disconnected from society now? Doc, doc, let me get another See? selfie. That one didn't come out too good. If you could, let me just really? hold it up so it's good angle on our on our chins. Really? Yeah, it made you look like you really? like you got like is, three chins. Let's hold on. The, just just is, if you smile, you, can you smile? You, you are smile? not using that picture Click. of me. All right, perfect. You are not using. I saw that filter. You are not using that picture of me. It made you look great. No, did you see? Not. Did you see how how it nice made, your eyes are, like an anime character? It made it's me beautiful. look like a, like a donkey. <laughs> You are not using that. <laughs> Hashtag butt hurt sacks. <laughs> come on, look. <laughs> Hashtag even... nut sacks. Sucks. Sucks is not even on TikTok. I can't, I've been trying to tag him. He's got I no presence. I, I, He's got no presence at all. Here, like, is he even anybody? People, I'm preaching against the dangers of social media and gaming. Huh? Are, uh, who is not a gamer in this room? I'm not a gamer. Not a gamer. Not a gamer. Not okay, at all. Good. That is disgusting. Agreed. Oh, finally, somebody came to one of these that's on no. my side. My goal is to be Insta famous. Insta famous? Yes. Hashtag all about me. Oh, my God. That's my phrase. All right. Anybody who's not on a social media uh, platform. Uh, 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 wait, uh, could you take a picture of me? Because the upward angle looking down, I think, will really no! look good. 
Doc, 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 I gotta I'm gonna just twitch live feed this. Can you keep ranting? I'm just no, gonna I'm gonna no, comment no. on it while you stop just, you, no, no, Yeah, that's perfect. That's great. That's great. This. Hold on. Yeah, Good. can you believe this guy? He's Stop. up there talking about us. He's talking about you. Kidding me. OMG, you will not believe what I just found. What'd you find? Turns out Mr. Sachs once had an early Facebook page. Oh, and everybody had one back in the day. Oh, my God. Look at this profile picture. What are you even wearing? I'm going to screenshot this. That's, that is my MySpace account. That is not even Facebook. Oh, my God. What is a whose space? Cut to... <laughs> His defensive funding by the department chair, given his recent surge in appearances on social media platforms. I swear, I didn't even post any of these things. Everything is on somebody else's account. You understand how this cuts against your uh, what you speak about, what you write about. But look, they're, it's, they're really just trying to take me down. I mean, I still don't have any social media presence that I have put up. I don't understand why I'm, I'm under attack here yes, you guys. Yes, but now you've become a meme. Yes, what? hashtag fake doc. But, but That's you, you. But you know I'm not a fake doc. Jackson quacks, quacks, quacks. We started this and we knew there were going to be some, tr some trouble. We knew there were going to be people, there would be a backlash. And it's here and this is exactly what we described. Could you... Could you please stop looking at your phone and look at me? Right, look at this one. Hashtag nut sacks. God. It's a picture right. of you yelling. Yep. That one's getting with, a little old. With a donkey face. It is. That one's getting a little old. I got suckered into that picture. And this one's hashtag sex solo. It's uh, Rex and effects uh, sex in the sex. That, yeah. Okay, so I might have had a little bit of culpability in that one, but it, it, I did not know that that was going on at the time. I didn't know there were there were pictures and recordings. Anyway, oh uh, come on, grow a sax. Doctor Sax, have you ever heard the uh, phrase "If you can't beat them, join them"? Yes. You might just want to embrace this new branch your career has taken. I, I, Suddenly, the doors burst open. Guys, I think I've got the answer. Okay? Yeah. We were talking about steering into the storm, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I took the video that's been circulating of his uh, little outburst oh, no, 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 from no, the no, thing, no, like and I've made a rap style remix Ooh, of it. Rap nice. style. Yeah. So I think. Did you auto tune that bitch? This, uh, oh, it's auto tuned all over the place. You better believe it. I don't think I like the direction this is going. No, I think it's got samples of every outburst he said, and it's remixed into a very catchy and pretty funny. Remix, and I think this is the key to making Doctor Sachs more likable. Is, is there a dance that goes with it? Um, I, we can certainly I work on that. This isn't anything I have to like learn and repeat, is it? Absolutely not. What I am going to do right now is press play on this recorder, and you're going to hear Doctor Sachs's voice doing a rap style auto tuned remix of his rant. Pretty funny, and it's going to make it a lot more likable. I'm just no, going. No, no, I don't. I don't think we need to do this, Doctor Sachs. You got us into this mess, and now you're gonna get us out. Click, kiss my ass. I think you need to stop this. This seems very inappropriate. I don't. No No selfies. No selfies. Oh my god. Oh my god. You don't even have Facebook. Stop. 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 Stop it. Where's my 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 space? 
Stop it. I'm swearing. Okay, to okay, stop. okay, it's all so we get the idea. Okay, it's pretty good. I don't see what other choice we have, gentlemen. I, I like where this is going. I think the university can profit from this. Also, oh, we've done guys. some we've done some market research. We've created a hashtag to go along with the video. Okay. Tell them the hashtag. Okay. <laughs> hashtag stop dragging your sacks. What? That's Why is gold. there always this play on words with my name? But this is a positive one. Stop dragging your sacks. We want people to lift up their sacks. Right. Lift it high. You got a fan oh. club now, the nut sacks. Oh my god. They're crazy dude. about crazy you. They're crazy about you. They Are can't you stop talking me? about yeah, the nut sacks. It's like sack nuts, but but nut sacks because of genitals. They're mostly it's you know, they're not very subtle, but I'll tell you what. They're very anti-social media, but they love you, so they've joined social media to talk about how much they don't like social media. We don't quite get it yet, but it's a new market and that excites yeah. us. They're not on social media that much. Usually they're just hanging out. Boss, oh. boss, I got the tagline. He's been a dick the whole time. Just trying to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Jess's researcher's note on that last story. One of the first idea. things that show up when you d Google Dr. Sachs is quack. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So it really did happen. People ridiculed and mocked him that for what be. he was for what he was doing. That's funny. Bunch of bunch of bunch of bunch of small town news. Bunch of bunch of bunch of bunch of small town news. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, small town news. You've just tolerated another episode of Small Town News, a production of Small Town News, LLC. This week's episode of Small Town News was inspired by the Aegis of Bel Air, Maryland, and stories written by David Anderson and Erica Butler. Episodes are performed and produced by Keith Boyd, George Oliver, Neil Oliver, and Craig Ramey. Researched by Dr. Jessica Saxon. Music performed by George Oliver. Small Town News is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and your grandmother's gramophone. Like what you hear? Leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram for behind-the-scenes photos, exclusive updates, and opportunities to share your favorite Small Town News. Thanks for joining us. And remember, give consent. Everybody give consent. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice PSA. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. It's a terrible PSA. And remember, <laughs> super fundication.